Basically, the worst husband in the animated universe. Mm. Except maybe Rick. Peter Griffin. He's just Fred Flintstone. Yeah, yeah. He's modern day yeah. Fred Flintstone. And Fred Flintstone is essentially just Ralph Cramden from The Honeymooners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I'm pretty sure it's like a, I think is it's, it like, really it's just like a direct. That? Yeah, because then he, Barney is Norton. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's like it's just a translate. It's just a prehistoric Honeymooners. And you are? I am Frank Reynolds as Rambo from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They drew first blood. One of the, one of the greatest episodes of that show. The Manhunt. You can't go on a manhunt. <laughs> just popping out a trash bag. Uh, Didn't that, a pile uh, of trash. isn't that from Rambo? Didn't that happen to Rambo? No. No, that happened to me. <laughs> He's just quoting <laughs> Rambo the whole time. <laughs> I had to take them all out. It was a bloodbath. Yeah. Such a great show. It is such an amazing show. Before we, I, I, our topics on um, water and for sparkling water and uh, what else? What was the first one? Pancakes. Oh, pancakes and all that. They're they're drawing some. Uh, some people have messaged me and they agree with us completely. Yeah. They said that we're preaching to the choir. I had someone unfollow me and block me because they didn't agree with me. So I want to, uh, to that. That's pretty funny to me, though. I want to say, that I think the pancake one went on fine. I think everyone mm-hmm. got what we were doing. And maybe I was too much of a, a, an ass or too aggressive. No, I think I just people I need to chill out. Yeah. All right? Obviously, we're like kind of doing characters. We're ramped up. I'm not going to like not hang out with you if you drink sparkling water. My mom, it's all she drinks. It's all my nephew drinks. Everyone out, oh, you know, my wife has health problems and she can't have soda. I'm like, all right, man, all right. like chill <laughs> it's out. It's a joke. It is a joke. God, people got to learn. One of these, it's, it's this whole, it's this lifelong thing of people not just, it's a joke. Like yeah. we, we, if you've ever listened to us or maybe if this is your first time, here's a full disclosure. We like joking around. Like, I don't know how else to really yeah. put it to anybody, but yeah, no, but I thought Do people think I actually like don't eat pancakes? Yeah. Like, <laughs> are, are you, are you stupid? So with that being said, what's your favorite all-time Halloween candy and least favorite? I mean, my all-time favorite Halloween candy is the Reese's Pumpkin. And I, I think and nothing holds a candle to it. Yeah. I think there's nothing else that that is that should even be in the conversation. When you were a kid, what did you... you Reese's know, Pumpkins. Okay. When you got your bag of candy, did you or did your mom make you like, you know, put a pile of the stuff that you don't like and then you... Like, put a pile of the stuff that you do like and whatever you don't like, give to us. My mom always did that. Look at me. No. Do you think I was giving away? (laughs) I wasn't even giving away when people would give out, like, apples, like dentists would give out apples. I wouldn't even give those away. Like, I worked hard. I walked around in my Zorro costume for three hours on a Thursday afternoon. With a pillowcase. With a pillowcase. No, my mom had, like, little pumpkin buckets. Or did she? Yeah. I'm like, I'm, you're not getting, I'm taking these Kit Kats. I'm taking these, you know, mini uh, Snickers. Like, you ain't, you ain't getting shit from me. I Those was paying the ass. I was always like, oh, I don't want to go trick-or-treating last minute. I'd have to figure out a costume, and my mom would always come in clutch. What's the, like, weirdest thing you've got? I got Tic Tacs once. I've gotten a lollipop with, I believe, like a, a, a proverb from the Bible. Attached I mean, still to candy. it, still, still candy, counts. still candy, yeah. gum. I've got gum. Still kind of counts. Yeah, Tic Tacs don't count. You don't think they're not candy? Yeah, that's not candy. You might as well put a cough yeah, drop. I, in there. I, I haven't. I, I think people, for the most part, they are always 
on brand with like what they're going to give you that, you know, yeah. I, there's been times where I've gotten, I'm not a Butterfinger person. I don't like Butterfingers. I don't like it. And I, you know, I'm a big peanut butter guy and I'm yeah. not a Butterfinger person. Milky Ways. I, I enjoy probably because my mom really enjoyed, like always had them around the house when I was younger, but like Babe Ruth's, I'm not a like hundred grand. Yeah. Like to I'm, be honest, nougat throws me off. Yeah. Like even, ke- and I, like I have very sensitive teeth. I need a basic, just a basic chocolate thing, an M&M or Hershey's or Reese's. I'm not going to disparage other candies, but a Snickers or like anything or like a Milky Way when there's like a nougat or like a sweet caramel inside just wasn't really usually for me. It's just it's too much going on in there. Whereas Reese's is just, like Reese's knows what it is. It might do different shapes. Yeah. There's a bunch of different ones. Now they're doing like white chocolate and mint. I'm like, you, you could take that. Yeah, take you know, that to I, uh, get out of here with that nonsense. There's people out there. You, and I found out recently my mom is one of these people who don't like chocolate and peanut butter together. And it's, it's like, be your own mom sometimes. Like I've said, I cannot believe it. How do you not like She that? drinks sparkling water? No, no. I think she probably would. Yeah, she hates it. She yeah. she thinks it's... She, but it's okay, guys. We're just doing jokes. Everyone yeah. relax out there. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. Pe- uh, peanut butter and chocolate go hand in hand. Pretzels and chocolate go Dude, hand I'll in hand. Dude, I'll take... Like, uh, Deb brought over the other night. We had some friends over, and she brought over like a bag of like chocolate pretzels, like the mini ones. And I, I keep them... I keep all my candy in, in the, the freezer. fridge. Or I freezer. Keep, keep it in the freezer. Gotta have a cult. And then what I'll do is I'll take one of the things, and I'll dip it into some like Skippy. Ooh. Yeah. That's 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 the wow, move. and that's also what game changing. Right Wegman sells this big container now of almonds of three different varieties: chocolate covered, dark chocolate covered, and yogurt covered. I'll take a spoonful of peanut butter, drop a couple almonds on that bad boy. Oof. There you go. But chocolate, like a like a good chocolate is is my that's my lane. Um, I'll do a I'll do a a lollipop. You know, I'll do a uh, what's the gum one. A blow, blow pop. pop, yeah. Tootsie Pops, they don't know what they are. I mean, they're coming out of the gate with like a fruity taste, which I enjoy. But the next thing you know, now there's a Tootsie Roll in the middle. Like, you're mixing chocolate on like a fruit taste. It's just odd. I, yeah. I'll eat them. Like, I like them. But like, it's not. Uh, blow Pop is like, this makes sense. Fruity lollipop with a fruity gum that lasts for 15 seconds um, before it just tastes like paper. But that's, that's, did you ever see on the, remember on the Tootsie Pops, like every third rapper had like a star on it. We used to look for the star. Oh yes, yes. I don't know what you won. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. think you won anything. But if you, every like I third just remember rapper, that, yeah. Tootsie Rolls are a weird one too. They're a weird. I like Tootsie Rolls. They're, they're okay, but they're weird. But they, you know, you got to put some work into eating that shit. That's the thing. Candy shouldn't be work. Yeah. Candy shouldn't be work. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, but I don't know. There's not too much. Obviously, by looking at me, there's not too much candy I didn't like. I used Rock to love candy. Su- <laughs> <laughs> I used to love sweet. You're fish. all welcome for that one. Bedrock. Did you love the Did you love the Flintstones movie with John Goodman? No, Rosie O'Donnell. Terrible. It was terrible. Halle Berry. Yeah, it was terrible. I loved it as a kid. And uh, Rick Moranis. Yes. I mean, I, listen. I, I I definitely rented it on VHS a few times. But it was yeah. never my. Who who played? I owned it. In, did you Terrible. see the sequel? The, I think the sequel was. <laughs> it's the one guy. He I didn't. It wa- was Stephen Baldwin as Barney, and then the guy from Game of Thrones. Yeah, the king from Game of Thrones. The original king from Game of Thrones. I don't Thrones. know who the women were in it. It wasn't Rosie O'Donnell, was it? No, 
Who was the wife in the first one? Who played his wife? I think she was from Weeds. Mary Louise Parker? The, no. The the rich older woman who had cancer in Weeds. I don't remember. <clears throat> yeah, like yeah, like cherry blonde hair. Yeah, let me let me go to the trusty IMDB. Oh man, this is smoking really nice. Yeah, what are you uh, what are you smoking? So in honor of Halloween, we cracked into our Tatuaje Monster Mash sampler from last year that we stocked We've been up waiting, on. Yeah, I'm smoking the Mummy, like the Monster Mash version of the Mummy, which I think is uh, like an inch and a half shorter than the OG Mummy. Um, it's got a Criollo wrapper on it. I mean, this thing is just this is a great size. It's smoking so nice. Uh, it's got you know a year of age on it now. We've been aging it nicely in the humidor. Uh, what do you got over there? I have the Chuck Tatuaje Chuck. Oh, it matches your tie. It does. Do you include Chucky? Chucky? In like the Mount Rushmore of the slashers, so long version of this because my wife is really into horror movies, and I think last year I told her I never, I don't ever remember watching them. Wait, she's from so Staten we Island, did a so. we did a marathon, and there's a show on Sci-Fi with it. It's pretty good. Like for Sci-Fi, it's pretty good. I find Chucky actually hilarious because it's yeah. this doll cursing at you. You know, Jennifer Tilly's been in most of the movies. She's pretty good in it. I don't know. Mount Rushmore for him. My wife would say yes. I don't know. I'm more afraid of Leatherface, Jason, Michael Myers. Like, that's Mount Rushmore. I have never seen uh, Hellraiser, so I don't know. Pinhead's Go- pretty good. Pinhead, Pinhead. Ghostface is up there, but I know that's a little bit different. Yeah. Like that's. A- I think the main four, if you're going to do like for slashers, is Leatherface, Michael Myers, <laughs> Freddy. I forgot Freddy, yes. And Jason. Yes. I think that's... Tier 2, Chucky's definitely there. Chucky is tier 2. If we did two, top 5, go, I would put Ghost, Chucky. Ghostface is top of tier 2 because yeah. he is important. I would put Ch- Chucky top 5, probably. I would put him as the 5th. I don't know who else. Like, I don't know who else I'm... I think Scream is higher than Chucky. I think... At wow, least that's for, actually, our, at least no, for that, our generation. Yeah. There's only 5 Scream movies. There's a crap ton of Chucky movies. Now yeah. a TV show. Well, there was a Scream TV show. I had nothing to do oh, with like the Scream. Yeah, it was on MTV for a couple of years. It had nothing to was do. Was it like 2011 or 12? Or like, I? Uh, no, like 14, okay. 15, right. somewhere in there. All right. It had nothing to do with like yeah. Scream, the movies. No, like you're not right. I would do, it, was just, it was just the, the Ghostface I would guy. do Ghostface at five, then maybe Chucky six or seven. I don't know who else yeah. would. Deb is big, big time Scream fan. Like big loves. We're, we're going as a Scream as like the, the first victims of the first screen that's movie. awesome so is Je- jess is a big big fan of scream yeah. as well they she are, loves uh two and three she have, like one is classic I mean, one is a classic two is is a great sequel like two is yes. a great movie i, I don't three mind three is like my least favorite really? at all because then four was pretty good and yeah. then five was actually very good yeah but three i like three because i had like all this like weird backstory and history but if you if for you scream fans out there because I've, I've been talking to deb a lot about scream lately because we've been watching them like once a week when she comes over we've been watching a scream the thing about Scream is nine different serial killers and like 30 victims can be traced back to one woman having an affair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a little like too much. Like one woman in a small town it in California a crazy affair, sleeping honestly. with another guy's like with, oh, a, yeah. with, a, with a married husband. The fifth one caused is... nine serial killers and 30 people dead over the course of 30 that's, years. Yeah. That's kind of wild. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not blaming the. Uh, the it's a two way street, but yeah, nine different. And what was annoying me last night watching Scream Five because the only ones that take place in the small town are one, four, and five. Two takes place in the college. Yes, and three takes place in Hollywood. In Hollywood, yep. So one, four, and five. By five, when there's the first victim, 
and then Dewey's calling everybody like, oh, Ghostface is back. Yeah. And then the local sheriff's like, oh, we'll impose a, 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 curfew. a curfew. I'm like, call the FBI. Yeah. The you FBI- guys have never been able to handle this. The FBI can handle it a lot better yeah. than Dewey. At first, it's 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 one at most two people running around a small town with knives. Lock the town down. Get the FBI in there, and also stop having parties. <laughs> and there's no parents. All the parents okay. are gone. Oh, 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 you know, there's a there's another serial killer in my town. I have to go to a conference in London. <laughs> I'm gonna leave you here. Yeah, are night, you out of your goddamn the mind? The other night I was watching. I think it was the Cult of Chucky. And there's a scene where they're like strapping some woman like to like a, uh, I guess like a gurney almost. And they're like, oh no, something's happening in the other room. And they left Chucky in the room. Like they put the doll yeah. down and they enter the room. I knew I was like right away, they're going to, they're going to leave the room and then she's going to end up dead. I think horror movies are so, so most of them, I want to say more than half of them are so predictable. Oh yeah. But as a nation, I feel like we love them. Yeah, we know. I think as a nation, horror movies, everyone goes to like gravitates towards like middle of September until about this day. You know, after Halloween, I don't know if people really watch horror movies anymore that much, but you have a solid almost month and a half of like been like you said, Deb has been coming over and you guys have been watching Scream. Jess and I have been, you know, I really want to show her uh, just because Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Have you ever seen that? I love Tucker and Dale. Yeah, I want to show her. Why didn't make more of those movies? I know. I know They're, those two, Alan Tudyk, and I don't know the the other guy was in the show called Reaper back in the day. Yeah, he was also he's also in um, New Amsterdam. Okay, that, that hospital show. Yeah, that's on now. I lo- he's great. Yeah. I, I, they need to do more of those because they were so that was so funny. I, it was yeah, it was it was like, it, but also was like was like no, I'm not gonna say it was scary. I don't scary movies. It was gory for sure. Yeah. There's only one movie that ever actually freaked me out, and it was it was a bad horror movie. It was the remake of House on Haunted Hill from like 1999. With Jeffrey Owen Rush. Wilson? Is that and Owen Wilson? No, that, that different- was The Haunting. Haunting. That was okay. terrible. I always get them. Loved it, but terrible. That, that had like like Liam Neeson in it. Yeah. Uh, no, but The House on Haunted Hill, 1999. Chris Kattan, um, Jeffrey Rush played yeah. like a Vincent Price character. Famke Janssen uh, yes, from yes. 007. Um, Ali Larder, who was in Heroes. Yep. And um, Billy's third grade teacher from Billy Madison, like the one he ends up dating. Yeah, I don't know her name. I can't remember her name. Oh, and uh, Tay Dix is also in it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but there was one scene in that movie where there's like ghosts of like mental hospital doctors and the guy has like no face and he does that like, like that quick that, yeah. that thing and it just always creeps me out as a kid. Um, I heard Midnight. I still haven't seen Midnight Mass. I, have seen I know, I know. But I hear that is really like. It's a slow burn. Slow Which I'm burn. fine with. I enjoy those, but I hear though that is actually pretty freaky too. Haunting of Hill House, the Mike Flanagan TV series, really kind of like there were some scenes where I was like, oh, like that freaked me the hell out. Haunting of Hill House, I I I think it got props the year it came out, but I think it's kind of faded. I think Haunting of Hill House is one of the greatest like story, like mini series, like to, like how it, the the script. The plot, the acting, the, the actors, yeah. like chosen for the adults I love going and the back kids. and forth. Yeah, I love the that. cinematography, like how yeah. it was shot. That is like a beautiful piece mm-hmm. of cinematic storytelling. That like I feel like it was hot that year, and not that like it's not people don't like it anymore, but like that should have been Boy, a template for yeah. all horror TV shows going forward. Instead, we're on like eleventh season of American Horror Story. Yeah, I would love to have him kind of take the helm of. 
I don't know what you call it. It's I guess the monster, the monster, like these monsters. Oh, the, like the universal, the universal, the universal, like the universe. mummy. Yeah, the the, the uh, smart the, thing. Yeah. Where uh, the werewolf? I would like to see him do that. Um, I think he would have a really good understanding. I remember. Uh, Jess wanted to watch Doctor Sleep. I'm like, I don't want to see a sequel to like a classic movie. Like, what the hell? Like, why would I do that? Why would I? Why would I do that? She put it on. First ten minutes, it got my attention like that, and I was like, I put my laptop away. I was like, I'm going to now focus because it was really yeah. good. Oh no, Doctor Sleep was really good. So very yeah. different though than the, than like The Shining. It yes, wasn't. Like, I wouldn't say it was as like spooky as The Shining. I think it was more in line with like what Stephen King <coughs> actually wrote, which is like yeah. more of a and to suspense follow, thriller. You know, and to follow. You know, to do a sequel of a or you know do a stephen king novel but also you're basically a sequel of a stanley kubrick movie like there's some i would if i was directing i'd be like there's a lot of pressure in like, making this like good you it wasn't know? a big financial success for no I, but i guess like 30 years later like or if you know more than 50 years later i think only like really big stephen king fans or like yeah. big horror movie fans are like oh, i, mean, I didn't watch i didn't go to the films to see it i watched it i on, watched on hbo max. i watched on hbo max yeah Dude, I'm doing some seriously. Did you see my O's with this thing? Watch that. Yeah. <laughs> the ash on that, though. Oh. Nice. Oh, shit. The rings. Just like the movie. Uh, oh, you remember like the early 2000s, like Japanese horror era? The Grudge. The Grudge. There's the ring. a lot of them. The Ring. But um, yeah. So what Jordan, you, I think Jordan Peele is doing a good job of like transitioning. Who would be the king of horror right now, in your opinion? Would it be him? Problem. Mm, I don't know because Guillermo nope del Toro. No, uh, not, I see. I don't think Guillermo del Toro. Like, I don't associate him with horror. I know he like got his start in horror, but I yeah. think of him more as like a suspense, a suspense, artful, like a Pan's Labyrinth. Um, you know, uh, Shape of Water. Yeah these beautiful like artistic pieces rather than like Peter Jackson got to start in horror. Like well, Peter Jackson was, oh, I, oh yeah, he did a really creepy, it was like a spoof. It was like a, like a dark comedy horror movie that had like the most gore ever. And he did it in like the late eighties. I want to say that's pretty cool. Oh no, a lot of famous, um, James Gunn and, um, uh, who's the guy, the Schneider both got yeah. their start in horror. Yeah. Uh, with, Snyder uh, did Dawn of the Dead. The, he did. And James Gunn wrote Dawn of the Dead. I didn't know that either. Yeah, oh, James nice. Gunn wrote it. And then James Gunn did uh, another creepy, like horror movie with, um, Jenna Fisher from the office. And, um, oh, who's my favorite guy? The guy from Firefly. Nathan, Nathan Fillion. Fillion. He did like another horror movie in like 2007 or something. Nice. Like um, you got to watch the, I'm telling you, you got to watch the, um, not VH1, what the hell was it called? Um, uh, what was the channel? Uh, 100 Scariest Movie Moments. It, uh, it was at A&E. It's like one of those channels. Uh, Bravo. 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 It came out in like 2005 or 2006 maybe. And it was, they did like 100 Scariest Movie Moments. And they got like Guillermo del Toro, Eli Roth, uh, Peter Jackson, James Gunn to talk about, about like these, these moments. Movies, yeah. And then they did another one like a like a 30 scariest even scary movie moments and then they did another one in like 2011 like you know even more scarier movie mo but i watch those on youtube every halloween eli roth is an interesting i guess person to talk about because he makes a really he makes a lot of messed up movies oh yeah like he like did hostel yeah he did the yeah movies. uh he redid the piranha the 3d listening to him and rob zombie like talk about horror 
is like is a beautiful thing because these are like connoisseur like when they're talking about some weird like Suspiria, like some weird seventies yeah. um yeah, Italian uh, uh Suspiria, Argento yeah. horror yep. movie, and they're and they're talking about like why he chose the certain colors and why the blood looked a certain way. And it was like, oh, it's supposed to be like a Disney fairy tale. Like yeah. it's really cool I think to uh, to see. Hitchcock is the master, like I think he created suspense movies. Like I, I don't know. I, I would have to do my research on maybe what were some of his inspiration. You but need Vincent to- Price is right up there like with thriller with like creepy like he's a creepy yeah. old guy in Edward Scissorhands. I don't think Justin did you know that or am I You told me about that. I didn't realize Yeah, that. I was like that's yeah, that makes perfect sense Vincent Price and Tim Burton. You need to listen to that blank check episode when they did John Carpenter's Halloween because they had on that director Alex Ross Perry who I'm sure he's seen one of his movies. He's like an independent <laughs> film director. Um but before they talk about the movie Halloween, he gives the guys on the podcast, like a 40 minute dissertation on like the history of horror from 1960 to 1978. Like what basically led up to the creation of Halloween and why Halloween was such a hit and started this trend of like these independent, small budget, big box office horror movies. And he said it like it started with Psycho, but it really started with a movie before that called Peeping Tom, which was like considered semi kind of the first slasher it was like a guy who was like a photographer Uh and he would um he liked the look of people like right before they were about to die so he hid like a knife like in the tripod of his camera and then he would like kill them and then like take their picture so it was that then it was psycho and then he talks about how late 60s through the 70s like the the big budget like the the big horror movies were all these like studio films with legitimate actors they yeah. were like these auteurs so you had like rosemary's baby you had the exorcist because you had the omen you had george you know, a romero's like the zombie movies were before halloween too right they were in the 60s they were but yeah. you gotta remember the first one romero did which i think was night of the living dead was like not a big hit mm-hmm. the next one which i think was dawn of the dead okay was a bigger hit because he had like a bigger budget you know all that kind of stuff um and then Leatherface, I think, came out right after, or maybe like right before. Um, and then that, I think Amityville that came Horror. out like seventy-eight. Yeah, I want to, yeah. or seventy-seven. Um, yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was. But what's apparently like what set Halloween apart from like the big, you know, The Exorcist and Rosemary's Baby, and you know these these big movies of the time, um, and where it related back to Psycho is that. This was like the first movie about like it was just a guy. It was just a guy in a mask with a knife. It wasn't like the devil. It wasn't ghosts. It wasn't like Amityville Horror, like a haunted house. Mm-hmm. Or he was just like a guy in the, in the suburbs too. That was like a big thing. He was, he was like usually this happens like in a big city, yeah. Like I mean, fancy apartment just... or like a, a, a stately manor. It's like this was just like took place like in the, like where you live. It's like in the house in a regular neighborhood in a town. And do you know that they didn't even reveal his name as Michael? Like you didn't know that he was related to Jamie Lee Curtis until the second movie. Like there is yeah, no reference to them the being related one. in the first movie. Yeah. The first one is very, you know, I don't know. I feel like I'm not making sense when I say this. It just jumps right in. Yeah. There's no like, 
okay, like get let's get introduced to this world and like who's the main character? Like it jumps right in, like it like it, it brings you right there, and that's like to me, that's the trend I see a lot now with a lot of TV shows and a lot of movies where like you jump right into something like an inciting incident, like right off the bat, right. then you get to know the characters. That was, I love the opening to that for, for my college right. class. We dissected like how they did that and like how it didn't really cut for the first five or six minutes. Yeah. And, just like a one track shot. Yeah. It was awesome. Like, from like a, like a POV. Like, yeah, like from your, like, like, Cause yeah. my sister was like, how do you think they did that? I was like, they either literally cut, a costume and put it over the camera or they just did certain special effects, you know, but yeah. ha knowing how John Carpenter is like him, literally he, he seemed like he was a one man crew right there. He made the music. He did all that. I, he probably like had yeah. a, had something, a, a practical effect over the camera. Um, he does a lot of his own composing too. Yeah. Which is fun. Yeah. So, and that's just been we, like, we talked about that in uh, big trouble, in little China. He did the composing year, for that. He, he, yeah. he sang the song at the end. We're big trouble yeah. in little giant. Like that was just John Carpenter. Um, yeah, he's a one-man wrecking crew. But yeah, he he started this, you know, and then I think Scream did a good job wouldn't come out like 96. Yes. Of like, because by that point you had like, you know, Halloween 5, you had uh, Jason Goes to Manhattan, you had like, like, it was starting to get nonsense and they were like, let's, let's, let's make a it commentary on, yeah. on all this. Yeah. I, I don't mind personally. I don't mind certain things that are, I guess you can call it meta. Um, it, it's really, you know, it, it really does play on the trope and it tells you like in the third act of the, of the, of, of scream basically of like, you know, what they were doing, like right. when they were killing or when they were in the kitchen, that kitchen scene. And then Jamie Kennedy's character, you know, like, I think that's really interesting. That's yeah. what I liked about Scream 5 really quickly. His, uh, his niece and nephews nephew. were basically, or his niece was basically him. Right. And then you're like, oh, you know, then you make that connection. Like, oh, that makes sense now. Yeah. What, what I didn't get from the from the original movie, like what, you know, their whole plan is like, like, oh, yeah, we based it all on like movies. And it's like, yeah, but if you have seen any horror movie, you know, like the two good looking high school guys, like if you guys survive in this plan, like you're. It's People are gonna like raise an eyebrow. Yeah, it's, it's like obviously you, you, you guys. shouldn't have survived. But I, do you like Matthew Lillard or not? Nah, oh, or? dude. So Deb told me this when we watched it last night. Matthew Lillard was Nev Campbell's boyfriend at the time, and when she was going to like a table read or an audition for Scream, she was in the elevator with him and like one of the producers, and he was like cracking jokes, and they're like, "Yo, you should like go and like try out for this movie," and that's how he got cast as Stu. i didn't know that yeah was that his first big movie or was that SL I, I was definitely slc it. punk what was it the movie there's a movie slc punk like salt lake city punk i never heard of that no. was he in that I mean, dude i only know him from that i know him from that uh greg's favorite baseball movie uh summer catch yeah. <laughs> that was 2004 yeah and then and he then, was he was shaggy yes and without a paddle yeah, I don't count that. I like oh, I like that movie a lot. Wasn't that him and Seth Green and uh, Dax Shepard? Yeah, Dax, oh, I hate Dax Shepard. Do you really? Yeah, he's a he's a jerk. I heard I heard him and Kristen Bell are like a jerk couple. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, listen, I, don't I know, know that he has issues with like drugs and alcohol. Yeah, I like her, but I hear he's like he does have some problems with like drugs and stuff. I heard. I heard yes. Jimmy Fallon has like a lot of alcohol trouble. I mean. There was what's his name? Uh, one episode I, th I think it came like Post Malone was on, 
uh, Jimmy Fallon. And then I think after filming, like they just went out on the town and like got blasted because Post Malone can drink. Like Post Malone, he, him he and Joe drink. Rogan did mushrooms for their episode. Yeah, that they was the, mushrooms I, for like that three was when hours. I really got into Joe Rogan. Like that was the first episode I really watched of it. It was three and a half hours. They open up with like, yeah, we kind of like microdosed a little mushrooms for this yeah. episode. They're smoking, drinking, but because Budweiser like pretty much, or is it Bud Light? Pretty I think, much he's, owns, I think he's uh, like Bud Lights. Yeah, yeah Bud Lights. He just crushes Bud Lights. And I like Post Malone. I enjoy him. He's, I, he's the newest. People say he's a culture vulture or whatever, but no, I really enjoy his stuff. I think he's stuff. the newest musician that I enjoy. I have a Post Malone playlist that I like. I think and he's the newest musician. That I'm I a little softy for when celebrities go. Like Drake visited a girl with cancer who loved him. He visited her in the hospital for. Uh, I saw a video of Post Malone was at a restaurant and this kid, like this 21 year old who who's autistic, he had his first beer at Post Malone and Post Malone's like, yeah, I'll hang with you. Like I have a soft like side for Give that. Him a blunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here, microdose this, you'll yeah. feel better. Um, but no, I, 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 but every time I watch cars, um, and car that, karaoke. Yeah. Uh, not the James Corden clips. Like they do it on Apple TV now. Of course. And, um, Hootie and the, uh, the, Who's Hootie? What's his name? Oh, I know his name. Darius Rucker. Darius Rucker. Yeah. He and Anthony Anderson were in a, in a car. And it was funny because like they sang Congratulations by Post Malone. And a few months later, Post Malone covered I Only Want to Be With You. Yeah, so for, I was like, that's like pretty Pokemon, cool. For like the Pikachu yeah, for the movie. Pokemon Such a movie. weird, like, let's get like, I feel like Post he would Malone. be a good time. His Hot yeah. Ones was fun. Like everything he's in, I really enjoy. Yeah, he's, he's dope. But yeah, so that's how Matthew Lillard. And he crushed it. Dude, big star. You know, you remember who the bad guy was in Scream 2? Liv Shriver, right? Liv Shriver? No, no. Timothy Olyphant. Timothy Olyphantastic. Was Liv Shriver in the third Leaf Liv Shriver was in all three. Yes. But he was never like the bad guy. They, they no. suspected him to be they the bad guy They suspected him two. to be, okay. Yeah, spoiler you know, to, to, yeah, if you haven't seen Scream it. in the past yeah, 20 Timothy years. Timothy Olyphant, man, what a career he's had. Like, he did that. Then he did Girl Next Door. He was like the pimp. I only remember him. I remember him in that. And then, and I'm trying did to you think see the him. crazies? It's, no, I didn't see the crazies. Did you? It's like right 2010. So like you you have Walking Dead and zombies aren't like everywhere now, right? It was a like kind of like something contaminates the water in this small town and it makes people like the zombies from uh what's the Danny Boyle one? 20 days Killian later. Murphy. Yeah, like 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 fast, fast, yeah, zombies. fast and just brutal. It was real Tammy Olfant was really good in that too. I to be honest, I remember him from Scream, and then he he was the bad guy in Die Hard Four, and he did okay. Yes, yeah. Well, but he, all things considered, yes, yeah, he, he did. Fa- I think he found his niche <coughs> in Justified. Oh yeah, and which carried over. He played a character in The Mandalorian as it was very similar. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that where he? Because like gray the, hair, gray mustache. Yeah, because yeah. the, the Mandalorian is like a western. Yeah. But um, I think I think that like, and then he even was even a cowboy in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Even though he was like an actor, yeah. But I think Timothy. Did you ever see Santa Clarita Diet? No, but I heard. They, I think they you made would fun enjoy it, it. On Family Guy. I was watching. Okay, did that? Yeah, I think you would enjoy it. I don't know if you like Drew Barrymore or not, but he's really good. He's just like the idea is that she, she's basic. She's basically a zombie, and how he copes with it is just he's always getting stoned. But like when he's stoned, he's always dealing with situations. So he's always like saying like fuck. Like he's always cursing. He's like I don't know. Like he's always frazzled. It's different from him because. You see him in Justified where he's this complete badass. He has everything under control. And in this movie, he has, or this show, he has absolutely nothing in control. It was so good. He had one of the greatest lines in Justified when he ate a spicy chicken wing and they took a sip of bourbon. And he says to the guy, 
if that don't heat it up and cool it down at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn, you're yeah, awesome. He's a modern day. And then Walton Goggins in that is so good too. The show's when coming when back. Yeah. He has like that big mouth. That like show's coming mouth. back. I hope he, yeah. I hope he's in it too. Yeah. It'd be stupid if they brought it back and it's like, and oh, it's his daughter now. It. It's yeah. like, come on. Let's just, enough I don't know stuff. if I, if this is factual or this is fans wanting it. I think they want like Tarantino to direct an episode or two of it. Which well, I know I'm that like, he's, yes. he's doing, he's doing four episodes of, um, the show that Leo was starting in Lancer. Lancer. He's yeah. doing a, a, a mini series with like, Leo, with Leo. Supposedly. Oh, nice. I mean, it's gonna take a while to get done, Yeah, but supposedly like a four episode mini series of just like 20, 20, like the Lancer, 20 minute Lancer, episodes yeah. of Lancer. Mm hmm. Um, which would be real. Let me, me and my dad like, would eat that. Like that's that's. I grew up on like the Rifleman, um, Have Gun Will Travel, Wild Wild West. Like these are the shows yeah. I grew up on. Uh, Wild Wild West was a really good show. Terrible movie. Wild Wild. West, I never watched those old old shows. Oh yeah, I watched but Wild those Wild looked, West. They look fun. Robert Conrad. Yeah. Just pants like up to here and just punching. I love people. how in Once Upon a Time he he basically um, took Steve McQueen out and put Leo in as one of the in one of those shows. Yeah, well, or was and, it a movie? Was it a movie? It was. It was supposed to, in the scene from um, the Great Escape. Yes. Yeah. And then Damian Lewis was in that as Steve, Steve McQueen. McQueen yeah. yeah. I wish he had more. To so do. did I. That's what like. I guess that's what Tarantino does. Like he'll get like these like Jonah Hill. I know Jonah Hill had contract obligation with uh, Wolf of Wall Street, but Django Unchained they had Jonah Hill in one scene and he crushed or one yeah, yeah one and you scene barely see his face because they're wearing yeah. the sheets. God, yeah. why are they stupid? With Don My wife Johnson. makes these masks for all you ungrateful son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Don How Johnson. About no masks this time, but next time we do the masks right and then we go full regalia. <laughs> That was one of his funnier movies. I oh, think. yeah. I think Django was one of his funnier movies. What, the, oh, yeah, what was it? Um, Christoph Waltz and Jamie Foxx. Is that the guy that – I forgot what the scene exactly was. Like, Is that the guy that – are you sure that's the guy? Are you sure? He's like, are you positive that's yeah. the guy? I don't know what positive means. Yeah. It means are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, and then he, and he <laughs> yeah like it was just so mustache. funny. Yeah. Great one. It's, you know what's kind of weird? Will Smith did not want to – Will Smith turned down that role. Not enough slapping. For whatever reason, I guess not. Not enough slapping. But now he's doing a movie called Emancipation. Yeah. Where he produced it. And it's like, okay, I guess you you thought Django was more of a mob. That guy is looking for freedom from his marriage and he just can't say it. Yeah. That's what he needs. He needs to be emancipated from that marriage. Oh, yeah. Poor guy. I feel bad for him, honestly. We were talking about it yesterday in the break room. You, your wife puts every, mm -hmm. your whole personal crap on blast. Mm -hmm. Like, how are you not like hurting? Yeah. You know, you look at him at the red table talk. He looks like he's in pain. Yeah, he's always in pain. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like, like he's in pain. I feel so and then bad. And he takes it him. on Chris Rock. Like, yeah. Who's probably like, they're probably buddies too. Like, were. I'm sure they were like friends before that. I think that's why Chris Rock thought he could say it. Cause yeah. they're like, Oh, we're boys. And like, now we're not. Yeah. Oh, and Chris Rock like, won't talk to him. Yeah. Like I mean, the, he, he, said, he said, like, I reached out and he's just like, no. And I'm like, that's yeah. embarrassing. Cause like, most people watch the Oscars, and for the people who didn't watch the Oscars, easy. I don't think. I, I think, think so. No, I do think not. Not a lot of people. I don't know yeah. what the viewership is. It's down. It is down. We used to tremendously. Watch the it's down, but like for most. But then he slapped him, and then everyone turned it on, and then he won. Like. I just think that that clip was around forever. Oh, the, yeah. the whole That's, keep my wife's name out yeah. your effing mouth. Like that was around too. Like, so it's not like it, it happened. It was at like a, some bummy show. It was at like the highest 
show f- that you can award movies yeah. for Hollywood. Yeah, no one watches. Like they, they, they. I don't watch them anymore. I don't want because it be, it's become I the con. It's become the con film festival. It's like I see what movies are in there, and if it's all right, I've seen some of these. I liked them. I want this person to win. Like okay, I'll watch it. But like last year, there was I had no loyalty. It's, to it's it. like God forbid a big budget movie that made a lot of money gets nominated for like a best. It's a guy always be. The, and they're good movies. There was like they're, they're not saying that they're bad movies. They're good movies. But I'm like, how about nominating a movie for best picture that like most people have heard of and or seen? Because isn't that kind of like the reality of like what a good movie it like really is? When, like when most people like I know there's different criteria. And there's probably a lot of weird movies that I like that most people wouldn't. But overall, throughout the history of humankind, isn't like a good piece of art generally like something a lot of people enjoy like generally isn't that what it is yeah so how about we nominate movies that like like spider-man like everybody saw that movie everybody loved it everyone thought everyone in it did great but no we're gonna nominate this artsy artsy movie that no one's ever heard of it's gonna gonna change when the cat when new younger people who who will be getting older but like younger people like us who will get in there and they hopefully they change some of the yeah. stuff, you know. But, and listen, but there's no criteria to yeah. to the Oscars starting. I think in 2024, like half your cast has to um, be diverse, That's and bullshit. it has to be this, and it has to be that. Because what are you going to like? How is Jordan Peele? His his cast aren't necessarily diverse. And really, Jordan you know? Peele has come out and said, "I'm quoting him now. I don't need anyone yeah. to get angry." He said, "For my movies, I'm never going to cast a white person as my lead," which is fine. That's fine. totally fine. Okay, then because he's that. he's nailing it with the movies he's yeah. he's making, and I don't think necessarily like when people are like, "Oh, Nope is a black movie." No, just you no, can nope call is it a, a movie. movie. Yeah, you can just call it a movie. Like it's. I think because Get it's Out a, was. I I think Get Out. Wait, what, what were the three? Get Out. What was the second one? Us. Mm. I think Us was even better. I watched it. I, oh, yeah, Us is really good. Jesus. Nope. I like Nope. Nope was good, but not I as not as streams now. And I'm mad. I didn't. You know, I couldn't watch it because I was on paternity leave. And it was in theaters. I really want to see it in theaters because I hear like it's such a cinematic It's a experience. very Spielberg, like yeah. Close Encounters, E.T., like a very cinematic movie of like the 1980s. I thought it was very well. The ending kind of was where you got mixed reactions. But mm-hmm. overall, as a film, it's very, very good. Nice. Like, like uh, him, if he got an Oscar for like us, I'd be like, OK, yeah, that because gotcha. that was a big movie, like really good cast. You know, like, you know, uh, what's her name? Um Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah, she was amazing. She was fantastic in it. In it. That's a movie that should get like a best pick, and and it was like very well done. Yeah. And you know what? I'm sorry. I think it's harder to do a very well done big movie with, with you have so much other stuff going in. You have and so you many have things to, that are yeah. kind of like not in your control too. Yeah. Like once upon a time in Hollywood, I'm like that is an excellent movie because it was a well done. Like the script was great. The dialogue. The cinematography, and you have to handle this big cast, a lot yeah. of different scenes. To do a smaller independent movie, I don't know. I think it's harder to do a ninety rated big budget, like critically acclaimed big budget. Because thing. those I think small it's harder independent movies are easier to film, but yeah. to market and to get, you know, everyone always tells me, which is really a little, it def- it def- it defeats me. They say your independent movie, like. If I'm going to star in it, it's not going to go anywhere because the big name is not attached to it. So yeah. you look at any most independent films, like that James Gandolfini's last movie, it had him, uh, uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus, and I think Catherine 
Kearney or Kerner? Catherine uh, Keener. Yeah. It yeah. It's an indie movie. Like I, that's a, that's a style of movie. I'd love to film, but you had like, what? You didn't like it? I just liked his performance. I don't performance trust anything in it. he said about movies. So <laughs> I enjoyed it because it was something different for for James Gandolfini. He did a really good one with Tom Hardy before he died. Yes, too. yeah. And so, he was in um, Killing Them Softly with Brad Pitt. Yeah, another, that was a another good great one. movie. But like, the, there's just all these little independent movies that have like that one, like like Juno at the time was was Juno's kind great. of indie, but you had like. All these actors. Michael Sarah was a big why, name because of like he had done exactly. Like, but you had super Jason. Bad and you look at it now. Jason Bateman, J.K. Simmons. Bo, J.K. Simmons has won an Oscar. Yeah, you know. So like you have some of these smaller budget movies that have these cat. And it's my stepdad would always tell me like George Clooney like did it perfectly. George Clooney would do the big budget movie, but on the back end he'd want to make a Michael Clayton or uh, another like small movie yeah, that he loved. One for them, loved. one for me. Exactly. Yeah. One so, to pay the bills and one yeah. for me to get my so artistic. For like, for, if I want to do a feature film, I you know I want to do one soon, I would have to be like, is most of my budget going to go to someone, some big name actor? You know, yeah. Or is it going to, am I going to find like a Jersey legend? Like hypothetically people seem to want to put Artie Lang, Jimmy Palumbo, these guys in movies for Jersey because it's a Jersey name. But yeah. I think big budget is a lot that, that's tougher why, to succeed yeah. because you have a lot more pressure on it. I think, I think, and I think the like the quality of it, which is why you know the guy who directed uh, what was it, Parasite, and I didn't see Parasite. I heard it was a great movie. I'll definitely watch Parasite. Yeah, it was good. But compare that to like a Tarantino, a Nolan, a Scorsese. These guys are, or even a Catherine Bigelow. These guys and gals are delivering on big budget movies with big cast. Mm -hmm. They're critically acclaimed. Like even even like cinema nerds are really enjoying them, and they're delivering every single time. What was the last Tarantino movie with his like a big director that his name attached with like that like didn't do well? And Glorious Bastards, Django. Um, what was the western? He did the long western. Um, uh, I I didn't like it, but it was the Hateful Eight. Oh, I love the Hateful Eight. Yeah, I I, I think. I was, I was telling that my was, buddy was, Steve, was, oh, I saw it at like 10.30. Oh, no, I was no. a little blasted. So watch like, it, I was watch like, it on I was Netflix. Like, they broke it up into like a four-part yeah, yeah. on Netflix. So I was kind of like, okay, I maybe I'm just not into that. it. But It's like Reservoir Dogs, but yeah. in, the, in the West. I love The first time I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I was like, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Then I rewatched it. I was like, no, this is great. <laughs> like, This is the closest we'll get yeah. to like Leo in a comedy. Yeah. In my, in my mind, opinion. and I've been saying this for years, is the Oscars should be like – reserved more for like he's the, like the big film with the big guys but it's done well like i don't yeah. think like iron man should necessarily win an oscar just, just robert because Downey jr I mean, should could win robert for Downey best jr how action he or did comedy it, yeah you know his acting in endgame how you yeah. don't consider him yeah. for that you know like not everything has to be this small oh it's small and it's like a bad it's got this community message sometimes they're just movies guys yeah. like not everything yeah. has to be tied into like a super relevant thing today i'm like it's a movie sometimes just make a movie i want to just enjoy great acting mm -hmm. great actresses great directing great cinematography like sicario should have been nominated yeah. for like a best picture like hands down and uh what's his name who was the not josh brolin the other guy uh um, benicio del benicio toro, del toro yeah. should have been nominated for sicario like it's Speaking of bad films and going back to our Halloween theme, what do you think is the worst or your least favorite franchise for Halloween? Yeah. I never really got into the Amityvilles. 
Never, never really got into the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacres, to be honest, except for the first one. Yeah, those are... Hmm. Chris? I mean, ones that I, I guess I don't like. I don't um, particularly find... I think Halloween is unfortunately getting there with like... The, the, this past trilogy was not good. I heard this past trilogy was better than anything in between the first one and now. Yeah. I, well, that's the thing. So you have the first one in 78, which obviously blew people away. People love Halloween water, H2O. Um, <laughs> I loved it. That was, that yeah, was my, like, I, I enjoyed that was it. my no. introduction to Halloween was Halloween water. Was it? Yeah, yeah, was it? These three are, I think what they were lacking was a big name in the, in the cast, minus Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis. Okay. You have Judy Greer. She's okay, but she's been known to just be the a supporting role. Yeah. Like, I think you look at the, besides the first one, obviously, you look at Halloween Water, you look at other ones, they were, their cast was packed. So I think Halloween is kind Halloween of getting- Halloween Water it, had ha, ha, Alan, uh, Adam Arkin, it had Josh yeah, Hartnett, yes. it had Michelle Williams. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It had LL Cool J. Yeah, yeah. So I think Halloween for me is getting there, but also I never found- uh, Friday the 13th movies all that appealing. Jason in itself, and I met the guy who played Jason at a horror con. Which which one? Kane 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 Hodder. Kane Hodder. Yeah. Dude is yeah, he's built. Huge. He's like 6-5. You see these guys and you're like they've made a career out of these movies and going to like comic cons. Like that's awesome or horror mm-hmm. shows. Friday the 13th for me is eh, eh. I like Maybe because I like I like talking shit. I love Freddy and I love Chucky because they're just like they are ter- they are mentally terrorizing you. Clearly, like Chucky is a doll, but he's just talking shit the entire time. But, but I could see the movies as a whole being like. Eh. That's my thing with Chucky though is that at the end of the day, he's a doll. Like and some people are definitely afraid of dolls. Definitely afraid yeah, of clowns. So Speaking like, of dolls, you guys don't ever speak about the Saw series, and I love those. Saw, oh. but it started getting, it started yeah. getting, like, oh. after Saw 1, it started getting, like, all right, what crazy machines Yeah, Saw was good. Paranormal activity, I can't yeah. stand. And wasn't the guy, like, dead from cancer for, like, half of the movies, and he just, oh, he just... Girl from the first movie took over in the third yeah, movie. Yeah, but he's like, oh, I planned 13 more Saws before. I'm like, dude, why don't you spend some time with your family? I wish there was more, uh... <laughs> Instead of planning movies. out murders. <laughs> I wish there was more movies to the Ring series. I think there was only two, if I'm not mistaken. There's only two grudges... Um, the Conjuring I never got into. It was they were okay. What's the one with Ethan Hawke? That oh, the Black Book that just no, came no, out. No, 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 it, it came out. It was James Wan, I think. They move into it's like literally like the Conjuring. They move into an, a, in a house and his son gets possessed. Yeah, but those sinister that the first one kind of like yeah, freaked but those me movies out. like the Conjuring, the Haunting in Connecticut or whatever yeah. it was. Uh, the Exorcism of Emily Rose. Like, all right, I know it's going to be a slow burn. I love Exorcism and every, movies. Every scene, they're going to start getting a little crazier, and then next thing you know, they're going to be doing the thing. There's a new Exorcism movie coming out today. Um, that just looks like I saw the trailer in theaters. I was like, oh my god, like that looks great. But I don't know the name. Of it. I forgot what it was. What it was called? But it was a female pope or something. And like, oh, what? you know, because they made a funny trailer. Why should a woman, uh, you know, um. Why a woman is good for possessing or getting the demons out of men, like because they're used to creepy men, ha ha, something like that. I was like, okay, that's kind of kind of corny, but yeah. like, don't you shouldn't be corny for a really scary like horror movie, in my opinion. I I uh, right, I mean, listen, in terms of like modern day, like what's freaking me out? It's Mike Flanagan and it's Jordan Peele. 
Yeah. Because like I, I'm not one to They're like get scared. Like I watch a movie yeah. like I can't like sleep that night. But I'm like, you got to like if you're like creeping me out. Like oh man, this is creepy. Like us was creepy. Yeah. Get out was cre- like like it makes your skin like yeah. what are they doing? Um. So yeah, but there's there's a lot of like cheap. But in the horror community. Like, you know, uh, Jason goes to hell. Like, the, these weird, like, fifth yeah. Which one was the Jason? one where he takes the girl in the sleeping bag and, like, throws her back That was the one forth. in space. That was Jason X. Yeah. <laughs> um, these <laughs> movies are, like, a highly revered... Like, there'll be people who are like, oh, we all know that Amityville 1 was good, but 4 is where they really found their footing. And I'm like, what are you... Like... Yeah. But for a horror... Like, the deep horror community, like, these guys are super famous. And... Like the sequels, like are are actually pretty well received yeah. by them. There's rumors that John Carpenter, or not rumors, John Carpenter said he wanted to do a Dead Space movie, and I was like, before he gets a little too old, do it, <laughs> like please, because that video game scared the hell out of me. You know me what was a, a creepy movie that never got its its just desserts? Event Horizon. Did you ever see Event Horizon? What's the What's the synopsis? So it sounds very it's familiar. It's late nineties. It's Sam Neill okay. uh, from Jurassic Park. And he's like a astrophysicist and they're on like a rescue spaceship. And like a few years before he had built another spaceship that was supposed to, that had like a wormhole generator so it can go travel like the distance of speed of light and go to like other galaxies. And as soon as they like hit the button to start up, like the ship vanished and they thought it blew up or whatever. And then like four years later, it like comes up on somebody's radar. So he's in this rescue ship and they go, and it's like abandoned and they think it's like ha- and it turns into this thing where I don't want to give too much away, but like they opened like the the wormhole to like this hell dimension and like everyone goes crazy. They they like found a video of like the old crew like mauling each other and like ripping each other's skin. Really creepy in space movie mm-hmm. that I think at the time they had to do like a bunch of different cuts. I think it was the same guy who did the fifth element, same director. Didn't get appreciation at the time. Then they released like direct director's yeah, cut Luke, like later. Luke? Jean-Luc Picard? No, that's uh, Patrick Stewart from Star Trek. Uh, Event Fifth Horizon. Element, Event Horizon, yeah. Fifth Element. But that's a really, if you have a I chance to watch, that. that's cre- that's creepy. Because it's, it, like, it's a, a haunting space. It's like haunting demons in space. It's ooh. really creepy. So the first alien was really creepy. Yeah. First alien was very, very creepy. Did you click on his name? He's the guy who did Fifth I think, Element? I think he did the Fifth Element, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. What else did Paul Anderson do? Resident Evil. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Right. Resident Evil, that, that's a franchise I never got into. I like her. I, I like like a badass... Oh, the one with... Uh, like Charlie Sheen? Yeah, the Charlie Sheen one and Chris O'Donnell. Uh, it wasn't good. Man, the 90s had a lot of cheese in it. Yeah. It was like a charcuterie board. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of cheesy, of Beetlejuice, Gremlins, uh, what are some other like scary movie? What are your favorite comedy horror films? I like the scary movies. Beetle, Beetlejuice, I don't even, I, I, that's a whole other thing that I, I love it, but that's a whole other yeah. category. Comedy horror movies. Ooh. Scary movies were good. I mean, I, we just talked about Tucker space. and Dale vs. Evil is really good. Yeah, yeah Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Yeah, I would go. Beetlejuice is great. Rocky um, Horror Picture Show. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. classic. I, I, I would love to go. I've never done this. Go see the movie in theaters. 
Because apparently oh, people like dress the, up yeah, right, and yeah, dance yeah. in the hall. Like, That's yeah. how it became a famous movie. Is like it didn't do good when it was released. But years later, but then, like he, I think it was 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 that John Waters. Uh, I don't actually know who directed that. I think oh. that, I think it was John Waters. It had it's very John yeah, Waters. Yeah, Tim Curry, man. Um, hold on, Tim Curry and Meatloaf was in that movie. Yep. And uh, uh, Barry Boswick. <laughs> Dude's name was Jim Sharman. Uh-huh. I thought Jim. I thought John Waters. John Waters was like a did a really weird yes. movie back in the day. I know Nick and I've ta- we've talked about this at at length. This show where we mentioned a lot. Uh, some shows that have good Halloween episodes to me is like Psych. Um, Simpsons, I think, has Simpsons a famous. have great oh, yeah. ones. Even like uh, The Office has good Halloween ones. Yeah. Shows like that, like I, I love going watching those during this time of year. Modern Family, I just I just watch for the first time. They have some good stuff too. Yeah. In terms of like horror show, like I think American Horror Story is good. I will say. Sometimes it just gets too much where there's like, you know, like, oh, it's a haunting, it's a haunting. But on top of the haunting, there's also like two other things going on. There's yeah. like, oh, there's a haunting, but there's also like a serial killer on the loose at the same yeah, time. Yeah, like, it's too much. Pick a lane kind of thing. They did, there is another show that, that, that they did called American Horror Stories that's on Hulu. And it's like seven episodes. They have two seasons so far. And each episode is a standalone, like, like 40 minute. anthology type stuff. Yeah. Um, and they did one really great episode where I don't want to give too much away, but it's like these kids are going to like a drive-in movie because they're showing this movie that came out in the 80s called Rabbit Rabbit. It's not a real movie, by the way. And this guy made this movie like scientifically, like, you know, through research and everything to make people go crazy. And they released it in the 80s and like people went crazy at this theater. And so like the government like banned it and like Tipper Gore like like sent the guy to jail and he got out and he sent a print to this drive in movie. So all these high school kids are at the movie and the movie plays and this one couple are like hooking up. And so like the the car is so they can't see the movie. Okay. Everyone else starts going insane. Like their eyes get red. They start breaking bones and like ripping each other to shreds. And then they have to go like survive and figure out like what the hell happened. But it was a really cool concept. Like, like the movie was so he, he put in like, like the certain sounds and certain visuals to really like overtake Drive, the fear, yeah. the fear portion, portion of the brain. Uh, because he said that he worked as like an AP on the exorcist and he put in like a flash of an actual demon in between frames. And it caused people to like, uh, people to like, you know, give birth in the audience or people to like throw up and like, which actually happened. People like were so scared. The There's this movie. I never saw it. Uh, Terrifier. Terrifier, it's this low budget, um, ridiculous movie. I saw the first one a little bit. It was just too much, too gory. But the second one, like, was released in limited theaters. Apparently, I've seen articles everywhere. People were throwing up. People are, and then they released it like to like additional two hundred theaters. But this is a low budget horror movie. And I think people really love getting like. I think people really go to the movies and like, I want to like shit my pants. Yeah. I mean, like, that's, I really didn't want to do that. I'm like, I don't want to go into like and be that. like, I want to, what? Gaspar knows like that. Uh, the guy who yes. did the void, yeah. irreversible, his first film, he swallowed a microphone and throughout the entire film, you hear the internal beating of his heart. That's too much. Like that, you're just an idiot. But Dude, how, no, it's, how did he the, get the, the whole mic? movie disorients you because the whole thing skews off? But how, did like, how did he get the mic out? How, did it not how do you think, Chris? It? He swallowed it and pulled it back up. There's a lot of mic. This, actually, going back to your oh, story too, out? Cannibal Holocaust. You guys know that story, I right? Know, I heard the story yeah. of Cannibal Holocaust about how like the 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 Supreme Court, like the court systems, were like, if you don't get everyone from the cast 
back here to show that they're still alive, you're going to jail. That's it. Because like they, they they filmed actual cannibals in the in the wherever they were. What? See, that's why I that's why I have the appreciation for someone like a Jordan Peele or a John Carpenter, where it's like I can give you exactly what you want, but I don't have to do like insane stupid yeah. things, Be like swallowing a oh that way it's like the sound of my stomach and it makes you feel creep. Like then then you're not as good of a filmmaker. Because, like, these guys were able to do it with traditional filmmaking techniques yeah. just, like, you know, topped out. Like, Jordan Peele did not have to do a crazy weird thing to make us a creepy movie. No he one knows about to, like, that. Oh, I actually, I dipped all my lenses in lamb's blood, so everything has, like, a red tint to it. It's like, no, he just filmed it really well, wrote a great script, got great actors, put a cool yeah. storyline. There's something, I, I was a part of one movie, uh, this movie Slow Burn, you could find it on Vimeo. There, so plug yeah pretty much from years <laughs> ago but there's this one scene where the main character is laying like he, he was hunting a deer killed the deer and he's laying next to a, a a real dead deer that his friend like preserved over like he his friend killed the deer preserved it for like f- 48 hours and then they f- and then my buddy filmed next to the dead deer and people ask me, like, oh, is that a real deer? And it depends on who asked me. If my mom asked me, no, no, that's, that's a prop deer. But other people, I'm like, yeah, no, that's real. Yeah. That's like the, the weird. And from that moment on for the rest of the film, gives me like anxiety because of like when I was the scene after that, that I filmed, I had a panic attack on set <laughs> just from a, of how hot yeah. it was. Like we were filming winter and summer. And like the scene, and I just, I, I was, you guys know, I sweat like a fucking asshole. Oh, yeah, filming winter and summer for you is probably not a good idea. No, I was in a Put on black this sweater, black, yeah, black um, pants. And you're, they built a, they built a, a, basically a study hall inside a barn. Like they built it in there. There was no air ventilation. So like I had to like build up, work up, and then I, I fell down and, and like, oh, and I don't remember most of it. But watching it there, I'm like, it just gives me that sense of like, it's creepiness because I know it, but I wonder how most of these films, like, some unsung, like, is that animal really fucking dead? You know what I'm saying? Like, but I didn't know that about Gaspar No, that he did that. I don't know. Why not? Leave it to the French. Why not get, just, why not get a composer to, like, make the some weird fucking creepy music? enough as it is. Yeah. Get some, like, slabs of meat and, like, cow liver in a bowl and put the microphone there and just squish it. Why you gotta put it in your throat, you psychopath? See, that's, like, that's, you would, would you do that? I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's the line of if like when, when people get too artsy with their art. Where I'm like, oh, okay, that movie's really good though. It's creepy. It's like too much. Enter the Void made me cry. Like a movie's never made yeah. me cry because it scared me that much. I didn't like that you, scene when the truck comes at you and it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, I think I think I didn't think it was scary. I thought it was a very depressing movie. That shit fucked me up. Excuse my language. Sorry. That's all right. Well. This has been another great, and I like our Halloween episodes. Yeah, they're always we, fun. They're very little cigar talk, but yeah. like we get to have a little fun with it. <laughs> yeah. And no one can say anything about it because we're talking about yeah. horror movies. Yeah, we're smoking yeah. horror-related cigars. Yeah. Oh, you know, my aunt watched a horror movie once, and you know, she couldn't couldn't go to sleep for six years. So show respect. Take a walk. But uh, thank everyone very much. Have a happy and safe Halloween yes. this year. Make sure you're checking your candy for razor blades because apparently that's, that's a, a thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. But um, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Make sure to comment, like, and subscribe. And as always, keep them lit.